Hey listeners, welcome to Confessions from a Therapist, where we will not be spilling the tea on clients, but we will be giving you an inside look into the world of therapy. So sit back, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Please remember this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. Please seek services if you need, as this is not a therapeutic relationship or substitute for your own therapy. If you are in a crisis and need immediate assistance, please call 911. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hey listeners, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is episode 28, and we will be um, exploring an article about the importance of play in like early childhood development. Um, the article is from Montana State University, and there's a lot of authors. Um, so I probably won't name them all, but <laughs> um, but there's a doctor. Um, I actually don't know if they're a doctor. <laughs> But I know it's by Jonah K. Anderson uh, McNamee. Is that how you pronounce that? I would, yeah. Okay. And then um, Sandra J. Bailey. Oh, there's only two. Okay, there's just a lot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's only two authors. Um, but yeah, so I thought it'd be important to talk about like playing and how it's important for kids to just get that, those opportunities and times to play because it's important for development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, play, right. I think in, so in my time working with very young children, um, you can tell the ones that play regularly at home and the ones that don't engage in play. Mm -hmm. Um, kids that usually engage in play, like their imaginations really explode right? They're able mm-hmm. to entertain themselves for periods of time, um, probably because they engage in solo play. Mm-hmm. And just like different like cognitive skill development and like motor skills, fine and gross motor skills are ahead compared mm-hmm. to kids that don't get as much play. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you do therapy, with the child, right? You're usually doing play therapy. Mm-hmm. And parents don't usually understand why. Um, there's a lot, I had to answer a lot of questions of like, okay, but how is this going to help them at all? Mm-hmm. If you're just playing with them, like, you know, if you're just using a dollhouse or you're just like building blocks, how is this going to like get our goals met? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those questions come from just a place of like not understanding like what play actually does for kids. It's not mm-hmm. just them playing. Mm-hmm. It's so much more like that's how kids learn. That's how they discover. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a quote that says something about like a child's work is play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is. You can find out so much about what's going on for a kid by just watching them play for like Mm -hmm. five or 10 minutes. It's really, really fascinating. Yeah. I think it's like, I think that people, especially in like today's society, they always want people to be working and like moving constantly on the go. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people and parents sometimes will say, um, you know, that they're not being productive enough, you know, like 
they're they need to go do these things or get this done do their chores which chores are important I think that it builds um a structure with kids and mm-hmm. things like that I think that what gets lost in what you're saying too is is that play aspect because there is a lot of learning that happens during that time and oftentimes I think parents again in today's society don't have enough time with their kids because with work schedules and things like that but it also when you're able to come home or when you're able to have that time with your kids, you're building a sense of connection with them. Mm -hmm. So like a bonding with them. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously there's modeling, which is a huge part of play too. And then um, there was something that I was going to say about the article and it just completely left my mind. Um, Oh, it helps them build like self-importance. So helps build their, their esteem as well. And so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of things that a child can learn through play that I think that us as adults kind of lose because society kind of just like pushes us towards a different way of being. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I had just listened to something where they were talking about that, like kids now are seen as needing to be like proactive and like productive mm -hmm. um, instead of just being kids. Mm -hmm and playing and learning through play um now a lot of time it's like super structured and you know like kids need structure right structure is good for them but at the same Mm -hmm. time letting them have free play at home because now they don't really play in school at all Mm -hmm. um you know they're like 10 minute recess maybe they get to like pick what they do with their Mm -hmm. friends but a lot of them too have like tablets even at school. So they're on a screen. Um, but you know, that is what is actually like very productive for them play. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing like you had mentioned parents not having time, right? Like that's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're tired when you oh, come for home, sure. right? If both parents are like working out of the home, you come home and you're so tired, like then starts the checklist, right? It's like make dinner, eat dinner, bath time, bedtime. Like there's no time for play. Like that's what it feels like. Mm -hmm. Kids can independently play. And really, if you give a good 10 minutes of like undistracted attention into their play, that's kind of all that's like necessary. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a four hour play session. Um, it can be 10 minutes of you just like, you don't have your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just paying attention to what they're doing and engaging in their play. That 10 minutes is going to stretch so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Even like coloring, like mm-hmm. doing art with your kid too. Like, um, so taking a piece of printer paper or the back of just a regular paper that's not needed and just drawing with them for 10 mm-hmm. minutes, 15 minutes, you know, having even that kind of like unstructured play mm-hmm. um, or even allowing structured play even in that. So, you know, because as you know, within grad school, we learn there are different types of like play therapy that we can do with kids, yeah. structured and unstructured. Um, structure just means you have a game plan. You kind of know what you're doing. These are the rules is what we're doing. So it could be like a painting activity, drawing, whatever it may be. 
Um, and unstructured is just, you're just playing, you're letting whatever happens happen. Mm -hmm. And so there's importance in both those. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying with the parent, like you can do both those with a kid when you mm -hmm. come home and not, not to, not to say that it's not hard. I'm not a parent, but I know that you, Michelle are. Yeah. So for me, I have cats. So, <laughs> so it's like, play too. they, as I say, so me, when I come home, I can easily just play, throw a ball back and forth and do those things with them. But you as a mom, do you find it hard at times to be like, you know, I'm like exhausted because I have other things that I'm doing. Um, and like, how do you, I guess, as a mom, like when you think about play therapy and or playing with your kids and I'm trying to formulate a question here. I'm trying to think of it. I have it in my brain, but <laughs> like, what, what, how do you, how do you do it with like your, your daughter? Yeah. I guess. Like how do I like fit it in? Yeah. Like, how do you fit it in? Or even your, your husband, you know, cause yeah. I know it's important for him too. Cause he works mm -hmm. like long hours. Yeah. So, so I'm lucky in that mm -hmm. right now I get to stay home with her. Right. So I'm with her all day. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that is a blessing and a curse, right? At the same time. I was going to well, say, I can imagine yeah. that you still probably even get tired. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's exhausting because you like your work kind of never stops because it's 24 seven, you know, but I still have to make sure that I set aside very intentional, like time to play. So even mm. though we're in the same like area, maybe I'm like washing dishes, right? Or I'm like mm -hmm. picking something up or um, trying to complete like some other task that needs to get done and she's playing around me, right? And, or I'm sort of like commenting on her plate, but I'm not necessarily like sitting down all day and like looking at her, right? And engaging mm -hmm. in like really quality like mom, Liana playtime. Mm -hmm. And so it is something that I really have to think about. And I think sometimes that's um, misunderstood because it's like, oh, well, if you're with them all day, right, then they're getting all of this time. Yeah. Well, yeah, like we, we see each other all day, but that really like potent quality, right, of like my full attention. Mm -hmm. Um, that's still something that I have to be very like diligent about. I have to be intentional about it because we can have like a super busy day, right. Of like, mm -hmm. maybe she has swim class that day. Right. And then it's like nap time. And then we have to run an errand and do things, um, where a lot of your day can just get eaten up mm -hmm. by other stuff. Um, and like for my husband, right. Like he's working. And so when he comes home, he's tired. Yeah. Um, and it like is it tired, like exhausting, mm -hmm. right? For him. And I think as she's gotten older, it's gotten a little bit easier because her play is much more obvious. Like when they're tiny that babies, makes sense. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like playing with a tiny baby that doesn't really respond to you um, can be very difficult for a lot of people, mm -hmm. like a lot of parents, like, I don't know what to do with this baby. You know, like, how am I supposed to play with them? How am I supposed to interact with them? Um, now that she's older, her games are much more obviously play, right? Like mm -hmm. 
let's toss the bean bags into the basket or right she like loves to color and things like that right or go down the slide and like you know read books and so it's the ideas and how to play has become mm -hmm. easier but still you're exhausted and you're just like trying to push through mm -hmm. and like setting aside that time right so like my independent with her only like intentional playtime happens like before mm -hmm. Abe gets home and then his really intentional playtime happens usually when I'm like cooking or prepping dinner mm -hmm. um and then they're kind of off like doing their thing while I'm tackling that but it took a while to like get into some sort of for us as like adults and like parents some sort of routine and where we're fitting that in um because you are you're exhausted and you're so tired and you're just like oh, i just want to sit here like let's just you play right and i'm going to sit here because i'm so tired yeah um, but when you are able to fit that in even like i said even if it's like 10 minutes consistently like you mm -hmm. can see a really big difference I think in just like the bonding aspect as well as their ability to then be okay playing independently mm -hmm. because you do not need to entertain a kid all day yeah um no like you don't need to set up their games you don't need to set up their play you don't need to direct what they're doing if you're giving them like some quality time, the rest of the time, they're going to be pretty okay mm -hmm. doing their own thing. And of course, right. They're going to like come to you and show you stuff and, you know, like try to engage with you, but you won't have to be like, this is what we're doing. And this is what we're doing next and stuff like that. So it really is about just trying to make it a routine. And if you can't fit in 10 minutes, like five minutes works. Like anything mm -hmm. is better than nothing. Yeah. And you 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 touched on an important part of that too, because um kids also need like independent play as well. Mm -hmm. So you like you were saying, like 10 minutes, five minutes is really good. Even allowing your child just to have that opportunity to have that independent time to play mm -hmm. to because it also allows them to explore their own inner world mm -hmm. and their interests what they enjoy what they don't enjoy um, I mean it teaches them so many skills just to even have that independent play too mm -hmm. um, and you, I mean, and I, you, sorry no I was just gonna I was gonna say like and there's so many other skills that even playing with other people can but we'll touch on that in a little bit um, but yeah, go ahead yeah like then when a child is playing mm -hmm. and again i think this is a misconception that like us as adults have to control their play mm -hmm. we don't you really you really don't have to put in much effort mm -hmm. um because really good quality play like they kind of direct it themselves so that's why like i love the idea of just like having stuff out for them mm -hmm stuff that you're okay with right so like we always have like blocks right and like the little beanbag things like her coloring stuff is out so she can grab it whenever she wants like books are always out so she can grab them uh, like cars right things like that mm -hmm. 
um with the coloring she still likes to like eat everything so of course (laughs) (laughs) I make sure there's stuff where I'm like okay well if she eats it right like it's not I'm not gonna have to call poison control yeah um but like I would not put out play-doh as like a you know do whatever you want she would eat it she'd eat all of it probably (laughs) (laughs) but then too it's gonna end up like in the carpet uh couch right like in our dog's hair somehow yeah um and so doing yourself as a parent or caregiver like a favor right and making what's available to them for their own sort of play stuff that doesn't require you to have many rules around it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah it does yeah um because then they get to direct that and Mm -hmm. that's I think an important developmental part of play mm-hmm. and like the, the imagination development, right. This sort of like creativity happens when they just have stuff mm-hmm. and they figure it out. Um, and that comes from them, you know, exploring on their own mm-hmm. and being curious and like, you know, using their blocks as not just blocks, but, as other things and you know Mm -hmm. that's all of that I think if you're watching it you're like oh yeah kids play but all of that stuff is like important developmental and cognitive milestones yeah that they're learning and that Mm -hmm. they're figuring out and it's really crazy because they're doing it basically like by themselves yeah um yeah I'm like every day Basically, we're like, where'd you learn that? Or like, when did you know that word? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right? I, mean, <laughs> I didn't directly teach her. Um, like yesterday, she started counting backwards. Oh, good for her. Yeah. She was like seven, six, five. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you doing? Right? Like, who where how yeah what's going on like with you counting backwards I don't know I cannot give myself any credit yeah her brain has just like figured out that learning if the numbers go one direction (laughs) I guess they can go a different direction you know like yeah and so I think as like a parent right setting yourself up to be successful and then just sort of watching what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just really crazy. Yeah. Another thing that I think that sometimes it's hard, like with adults and play is that play can be hard for adults. Mm-hmm. We lose that as we grow. Yeah. Um, like your imagination, your ability to play without rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just even like, being able to sit down and have imaginary play, Mm -hmm. right? Like talking through dolls. A lot of adults are very uncomfortable by that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to, because we don't do it all the time. We're not sitting like talking with our oven mitts Mm -hmm. about things. But it is something that the more you kind of, push yourself to practice it Mm -hmm. um it'll get easier yeah and another thing 
I've noticed. And I'm like winded because I'm super pregnant. So I can't <laughs> um, another thing too, it's like some adults as kids weren't played with. Yes. And so you don't really have a template of what play looks like. Yeah. And, and it feels uncomfortable for a lot of them too, because they just mm-hmm. don't know. They lack that imagination or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it seems like silly. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and that's okay. You know, like give yourself grace. Don't be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't let that be the reason why you don't engage and play with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, pick something that you like to do. So like, maybe it's not the puppets, mm-hmm. right? Like the puppets aren't your thing. Maybe it is like the racetrack. Yeah. Or a, a even a board game or a puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, even things like that. So even because there, there are different activities that can help stimulate the brain differently, but also teaches different skills. So like you, I mean, you just sitting with your kid coloring can teach them mm-hmm. how to share because you're sharing the color crowns, you know, mm-hmm. or the, the, the markers or whatever it may be. You're, you're then kind of like building on that that fundamental part of their development or their, their skills. I mean, even if you think about with puzzles, like you're helping them build like imagination or problem solving skills. Right. So mm-hmm. even with that, um, I was just thinking of so many other things too, where, I mean, even gross motor skills, right. So like, let's say mm-hmm. there's a racetrack, right. So a lot of those, they have a controller that you have to hold. So you have that fine and gross motor where they have to hold something and then squeeze it. So you're giving them those abilities through that play that those important developmental abilities, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be in ways that feel silly or uncomfortable for you because you were not able to have those things growing up. Mm-hmm. Is it important though, to maybe allow yourself as an adult to tap into that to be playful it is I think it's super important as we both you and I know Mm -hmm. that tapping into those those things as an adult is great because it allows our inner child to feel playful again Mm -hmm. um but again it it teaches it it, just think of the healing opportunity that it allows just for yourself but Mm -hmm. also think of what you're giving your child at the same time Mm -hmm. is that esteem you know that confidence the importance which yeah. is probably something that you as an adult, maybe I'm not saying you do, but you know, some adults might lack because of that. What is the word I'm trying to think of? I'm going to say the um, neglect, but not really neglect. Um, lack of. <laughs> yeah, just the, yeah, the lack of that sort of interaction when you were small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And because play is supposed to be fun, mm-hmm. right. And enjoyable. And so if you're kind of miserable, your kid's going to notice mm-hmm. and they're not going to think you're having very much fun. And so it's going to sort of negate the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so have fun. Like, yes, even if you feel silly, I guarantee your kid's not laughing at you, <laughs> right? They're laughing with you. They just uh, yeah. want to like spend time. Um, that's really it. Yeah. Or even I was gonna say, even if they're laughing at you, they're laughing at the goofiness. Yeah. So you're you're even allowing them to be like, this is okay to be goofy. It's okay Mm -hmm. to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, again, another importance of play. It just teaches them that they can have fun and, and it's okay. And yeah, so just the importance of play. Yeah, is highly beneficial. 
yeah. within kids. Yeah. By themselves with adults, right? Mm-hmm. Like with their parents and caregivers and then also with other kids. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but with the caveat of kids don't have to play with other kids, mm-hmm. right? To be able to play or to like build social skills. Um, it is nice, mm-hmm. right? But like all of that stuff is stuff that they learn in relationship with their adult caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but playing with other kids, like peers, right? Their own age. Um, it just helps them to practice those skills more, Mm -hmm. right? It's like the sharing aspect of things that brain, like developmentally, their brain is not ready to share Mm -hmm. far past when we try to get them to share. Yeah. Right. They're like into five, six, seven, when their brain's actually like in a place to where they have the sort of cognition to control their feelings around sharing Mm -hmm. um and we try to get like one and a half year olds to share things right yeah (laughs) and then wonder why they're like upset about it why they struggle (laughs) yeah but it just playing with peers allows them to practice all these things within their play Mm -hmm. it allows them to learn about like communication about cooperation right like we have to work together right to build this tower Mm -hmm. um and again, you observing kids like building blocks together, you're not thinking, oh, there's this list of things that they're learning mm-hmm. when it really is a long list of stuff that they're learning and they're practicing and they're creating templates, right, for these skills mm-hmm. that we want them to learn and have later. Um, yeah, I just... I wish that as like a society, we valued play yeah, um, much more than we do. Because right now play is kind of like that last thing on the list, mm-hmm. you know, like check off all the other stuff that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then if you have time, then maybe you can play for a little bit. Yeah. Where ideally it would kind of be reversed, right? Like play would come first. And then you would get to the checklist of chores or homework mm-hmm. and, you know, all of these other things that we have kids do, um, or like the sort of structured learning, right? Piano lessons and whatever other kind of lessons and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you really do want to work on prioritizing play. Yes, I agree. Well, so, with that, I was going to say, yeah. any, I was going to say any conclusion, conclusion, <laughs> concluding thoughts <laughs> on play? <laughs> on play, I would just say, like, let it happen more. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I know that technology, it's important that our kids learn to use it, right? Because it's like, they're going to have to forever, right? It's not going to go away. Yeah, it's going to only get more and more yeah. advanced. And I 100% get sometimes like you need a screen mm-hmm. um, yeah. for your own personal survival. 
I totally get that, right? Because yeah. like, I feel that some days I'm just like, we need a break. So, yeah. you know, Toy Story, here we come. Um, but try to get the play to not be on a screen. Try to prioritize that type of thing. Um, you know, instead of using, I'm very guilty of this, like using TV as background noise. Um, even for myself, it just kind of, I don't know, I focus better if there's noise in the background, mm -hmm. but, you know, maybe not having it be the TV, but instead having it be music, right? Kids like love to listen to songs or like nature sounds, mm -hmm. right? Something like that, especially right now here, it's 1 million degrees. So we're not spending a ton of time outside because, no. um, you know, so doing things like that and then just letting them play. And part of play is also boredom. So when your kid's like, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. That's okay. Yeah. Because all that's going to do is allow their imagination to figure out what they can do. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. So like allow space for boredom. Mm -hmm. They, I guarantee they have so much way more than yeah. needed <laughs> like most kids yeah right? of course, a lot of opportunities for trial and error yeah. yeah um but it is right just like make room for it let them be bored let them figure it out mm -hmm. as a parent give yourself some grace you don't have to schedule everything they're doing mm -hmm. um with their time home because if you let them, they'll figure it out. Yep, sure will. And that'll make it easier for you in the mm -hmm. long run. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Donald? What do you think? I think my you? takeaway or my concluding thought for this is that just like you were saying too, like allow more opportunities to play. And I think as an adult, find opportunities for even you yourself to play as well. Mm -hmm. So just get connected with your inner child. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the article right now mm -hmm. and it kind of gives questions towards the end, mm -hmm. right? About for parents, like, how do you play with your children? Mm -hmm. One, I think that's a great one. Um, what type of play do you enjoy with your child? Right. Mm -hmm. Just think about it, like mull mm -hmm. it over and yeah. like, try different things out. So maybe you try the hand puppets and you're like, oh, I do, I do not like that. Yeah. Right? but you really do enjoy the puzzles mm -hmm. um or maybe like you really enjoy the play-doh right yeah pick the things that you enjoy doing because mm -hmm. they're going to pick up on that also mm -hmm. um you know but just think about it and mull it over again like as parents we're so hard on ourselves about so many things mm -hmm. that we really don't have to be mm -hmm. um you know, so I would kind of, you know, leave it on that too. Like, just think about what type of play and interaction do you really enjoy? Yeah. And then go from there mm -hmm. for five minutes. Yeah. And see what happens. And we'll include the article and the description of this podcast so that if you guys want to check it out yourself, you can definitely give it a read and then take a look at those four questions and maybe even answer them yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe even ask your kids what kind of type what kind of type of play do you enjoy the most, right? If they're able to socialize that, but yeah. 
So yeah. Or what type of play they like to do with you. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting to see, you know, mm-hmm. what they think is the most fun. Um, mm-hmm. Cause born like it's going to be surprising. It's going to be like an interesting thing where you're like, I didn't even realize you were having a good time. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that they enjoy most. So yeah, if your child's old enough to like communicate that with you, mm-hmm. then even asking them that question of, you know, like what, how, like when we play, what do you like to do the most? Mm-hmm. And just seeing what they say. Yeah. It'll be really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, there's a play with kids. There's so much to talk about, but yeah, that's the, you know, the gist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, if you have questions or comments, ideas, comments, (laughs) curiosities, let us know. Um, But if not, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.